Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. (sighs) Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip. And if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast. The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. Dr. Drew's board certified (laughs) physician. And I got Chris Maxpat. He's got some news stories. Yeah, some studies. Some studies in the Mm -hmm. studio. What do you got? Can't wait to see studies. Oh, I got studies, Drew. All right, let's do it. Um, First, I just want to ask Adam, how is Sonny's hair doing these days? It's big. And it's in charge. It's large and in charge. Yeah. And it's big and puffy and puffy, I should say. And it's puffy and puffy. So I think puffy is a separate puffy. thing. You like it? No, I, I don't. It bothers me. Puffy looks, and puffy. Do we need both? Do we have both? They're different. What's the difference? Look up, Emmy. Look up the difference between puffy <laughs> and need to puffy. Know. Because puffy I, sounds more cotton candy-ish. And puffy just sounds big. Puffy sounds like a balloon and yeah, poofy. But I, I don't think we need both is what I'm saying. I agree with that. Well, um, it might be time for you to to put your foot down and get the boy a haircut because there's new uh-huh. – re- and we're going to get real shallow here, guys. There is research that is um, being conducted that, that proves that being attractive as an adolescent – can significantly boost a person's chances of moving up the social ladder in terms of education, occupation, and income. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and especially for males, more actually more so for males than females. I listen. I, I've said I this don't know about for you, a Adam, but uh, I think you and I disprove that theory. I don't know about you, but I was not attractive as an adolescent. I mean, you were good looking. Fun. You don't think? Oh so? Oh my God! Find those pictures. I saw, I saw you as a lifeguard with your with your shirt off. You were, yeah, that was twenty one then. That was a lot later. The adolescence was a couple years earlier, where it was like completely like, oh my God. You, you had a girlfriend in high school, though. I did. All right. Well, that's that says, it. That yeah. that sums it up. You were active in high school because right. you were always a man of passion. Great passion. Oh, great passion. Yeah, I listen, I broke this shit down a long time ago on Loveline, Drew will recall, which is you set your sexual attractiveness uh, to the opposite sex. You, you That gets set, you know, at age 13, 14, and 15. And then it just sort of is. 
You, you know what I'm saying? I, and, I always thought you were talking about the outliers like Chris. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I always thought that's what you were referring to when you would bring that up. Do you think that's everybody? I think, boy, I, I'll only speak for males. Males get a a picture of themselves to females. How how do females find you? Do they do they find you attractive? I think that gets set in like the ninth grade, or maybe before seventh eighth grade, and then it just kind of gets set, and then it just is in your head. Now I don't know what it is to the rest of the world that varies, you know, that changes and it has an ebb and a flow, but in, in your head, that's, that's where it is. It's, it's probably a lot like sports, you know, when you define yourself as just a shit athlete, you know, by, by the ninth grade or something, it's kind of, it, that doesn't really change. You don't really think you're a great athlete when you're, you know, three years later and senior in high school or something. But this is a, this, so it, it defies um, a, many logical facts. And it, and it, and it, although there is some logic in it, you know, symmetry and definition and weight and physique and, you know, it, it all factors it all factors in, but I never had any sense of myself being attractive to others. And I realized because my mom didn't like me. And I think that, <laughs> that set, that set the tone like early yeah. for me. And, and I also bad luck of the draw, but I hit, I was right in the middle of, of, uh, Leif Garrett. I, I, it was very hair centric, super hair centric. As I've said, even even uh, uh, Captain Steubing had to have hair feathered over his ear. The the little rim <laughs> of hair he had yeah. had to grow it over his ear and then dry it, hand dry it. I'm sure backwards over the ear. <laughs> oh, everybody gotta, had to do that. I mean, you got to watch. I I was just watching the Partridge Family. Yeah, it's so. First off, Keith Partridge had this big mop that just came down big time and it wasn't just the aesthetic of it it was yeah. how it moved like he was yeah. he was flinging it around it was always yeah. like doing it. Danny Bonaducci had the side part and he was constantly kind of throwing it back yeah. and people were yeah. like thinking and moving it and you Keith Keith's hair is a character in that yep. sitcom. Yeah. Like it's yep. moving, he's doing yep. this, it's like flock coming around, it you know. It would have its like, own Instagram account. Yes, tonight. it would have its own Instagram account. And oh, it for was sure. A, You're 13 and seeing that, and you got Adam's hair. Talk not about wife. setting, setting, setting the, the tone. So I'm looking at Adam's hair when he was 13 right now. It's still God, on his head. Guys were popular in that era by their hair. It yeah. didn't really matter yeah. whether you were tall or on the football team or how much money your dad made or anything. It was like the hair. Yeah. And I, I didn't have the hair, but also my mom and my grandma weren't into me like at all. And so I was sort of like, well, who would be into you? Yeah. Like your mom's not into you. I was just doing a, <laughs> I was doing a math. Like I was doing kind yeah. of a universal yeah. math and I never really shed it. 
I, I never really uh, worked it out. I, I understood that later on people were into me, but I was always confused by it. I well, was you know what's just, interesting? I, I, I was very attached to both in sports and in my life socially most improved. Mm-hmm. That was that was the thing for me. Uh, I would push through my weaknesses. Like it really happened in sports for sure. Where I, I had a coach and when I was ready to quit, got in my face when I think you can do this. And I did it. And th- that improving and succeeding and then performing, that that's where it was at for me. So you seeing me as a lifeguard at 22 or whatever I was there, dial it back five years and take a look at what, what was what was required in terms of improvement to get from where I was to there. Yeah, but these are what you guys thought of yourselves. Like, So in this study, it was the interviewers who rated the scale of whether, whether these, these adolescents were attractive or not. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, so there is, there are some variables. But... Look, look at the pictures. You tell me, you be an interviewer. <laughs> you tell me if you don't, if you don't agree with me. Let's, we'll toss you, we'll toss you into the study. Um, but, um, and as I said, it, it really mattered more for males and for women. It says that it actually could be physical attractiveness might actually be detrimental for females in environment where being considered attractive violates traditional gender stereotypes. For instance, if leadership and authority related skills are viewed as masculine characteristics, attractive females are not expected to possess them. So it actually that, that is a bias built into that interpretation because I would twist it the other way. And Adam, I think you'd agree with this. Why would you spend your time and energy succeeding and being a leader if you're already a celebrity? You walk in the room and everybody turns around. What, yeah. How much better is it going to get? I was going to say, this was Adam's theory he's presented before as well as the hottest woman in the room is is more is is more valuable than any of the celebrities at that yeah. moment. Yes. Adam? Yeah, Adam. Wait, uh, difference between poofy and puffy. <laughs> yeah, you put it up, but I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read it. You can. I'll read it when they when they put it up. The difference between poofy. So and puffy is derived is a derived term from poofy. As as <laughs> adjectives, the difference between poofy and puffy is that poofy is of the is of or pertaining to something that is puffy. Filled with air, inflated, while puffy is of or pertaining to puffs or puffiness, being pillow-like, exhibiting swelling, inflated. So you don't need both. You don't need both. We don't need both. Point. No, it's the yeah. same thing. But to your point. Yeah, yeah. Sonny needs a haircut. I, I don't know. A lot of the, there's a new hair thing with kids where it just kind of grows out. The broccoli. They don't, yeah. they don't care the yeah. broccoli hair. I I broccoli don't like hair. it. Well, it also seems like it smells. To me, um, but I don't. I don't get it. I like my hair short, and no, my hair didn't look like this when I was going through my tough stages. It was it was matted down and combed over. And short it was, was a, not was an option, Chris. You could not <laughs> cut your hair short. Not an option. Well, not only was short not an option, but there weren't any other options. It was just a right. style of hair right. that right. the the goal, the end game was Keith Partridge. Yeah. That's yeah. what you wanted, wanted to look like. Yeah. And, and people used it. Women used it. Men used it. They just kind of flung it around. Women kept fl- flopping their hair around. Like it was a, it was a real thing. And I had and, a part down the middle for a minute. You had a part down the middle. I remember yep. that. It's a good big nineties yep. look. I remember 80s. I remember fleeting moments 
Actually, um, seventies. Well, so what you wanted your hair to do back then is move on its own, <laughs> and my hair wouldn't move on its own. But I remember when my hair was long, but it still wouldn't move on its own. I remember a timer. I, me- I remember being in a swimming pool a time or two, <laughs> and like coming up out of the water and kind of throwing it out of my face and going, "That's what it must feel yeah, like all the time, all day, <laughs> like in the middle of the day." That great feeling of flopping it back over your head. Uh, you know, remember when your hair was long and you'd uh, go in the pool and just sort of fling it back it and it fl- yeah. it moved? I was like, they have that You're all terrible. day, every day. You're a mermaid. Mm. Yeah, I was a mermaid. <laughs> Beautiful mermaid. Well, if Sonny's not going to cut his hair, um, I he gets it done every once in a while. It's just not, it's not, it's not short enough. Well, study show he could, do some, se- he could try something else if he wants mm. to make a little bit more income. So um, also studies say that Openly gay men, on average, earn ten percent more than straight men. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that number is small. You think that it's well? I mean, yeah. This maybe maybe the study needs to be updated. But full-time employed gay men earn ten percent more than straight men, um, and then same-sex couples, gay men, they make a lot more than than uh, regular heterosexual couples. Heterosexuals were both partner works. Yes. Yeah. I I know. I the, the whole sort of gay whatever narrative we have about, you know, the LGBT community and what it's like living that they thrive in this community. It's, it's a more, I mean, I would say the gay relationship is from a strictly financial standpoint, just a, a a much more sensible relationship, (laughs) right? Drew, if you and I were just a couple Oh, we'd be we've been the, wishing for this for a long time. Be the I back in the 90s, you're talking about this. We'd be in the catbird seat right now. You, you know what I mean? Just, like, yes, financially. Just, sure. You get that anal sex together or the oral sex at least if we could just figure Something. that out. But Something. yeah, financially, Something. if I was gay with, you know, Something. Nick Santora or Kevin Hench or something, oh my God. I mean, just be a or Jimmy, oh. just be a much oh. better financial <laughs> situation for me. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 percentage is twenty seven percent higher median household mm-hmm. income. So, then a hetero couple who both work. Yeah, all right. This is the same data that, and I'm going to say this with peace and love, that has female physicians making less than male physicians, and they don't take into account that the female physicians work less hours, or are maybe spending more time child rearing and that kind of thing at their own choice at their own choice mm. not because somebody's requiring yeah. them to do that. yeah that part's not in the study <laughs> of or at least the news report yeah. um all right speaking of news reports let's talk obituaries really quick so adam uh, months ago you brought up bobby hole's obituary do you remember yes like uh, boston boston Ice chicago chicago blackhawks legend okay like with a checkered past. Who, who am i thinking of that was the <laughs> right. the boston bobby or bobby yeah there's Orr. okay there's, yeah or okay. and hole, 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 yeah. hole, yeah. hole, and or, yeah, they fucked yeah, me up. Yeah. But yes, they, same time frame too. Same. They brought era. up his. We get it, Drew. Anyway, yeah. he they brought up the fact that he died, and then they went right into some sort of racist thing, <laughs> you know, right at the top. That was CNN, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's the new world order. That's got to say. My when I die, it'll be COVID denier or some sort of whatever. <laughs> yeah, what, what would disgrace? Andy disgrace comedian. Yeah, like start with disgrace comedian. Uh, for, no, it'll it'll be some kind of controversial far right something something, mm. and then it'll get to some comedy or something at some point. 
That that's disgraced the new, comedian. That's disgraced. the new that's world. That's the word they've got to that's throw the new in. World. And I'll never be disgraced because I didn't I didn't done anything to anybody, you know, or me tooed or roofied anybody or you know dropped the in bombs. I, I guess black I guess faces. to be disgraced, they have to give you a certain status to begin with. No, they'll they're give you controversy. <laughs> It'll be controversial with uh, many uh, controversial stances. You know, like when we read. Do me a favor. Will you please live long enough that that doesn't happen? <laughs> no, you know it's I mean? gonna, it'll happen. Get, It'll happen. Not if you get 20 years under your belt. No, be, be okay. no, because I'm going to say more shit. Oh, it's just going <laughs> to. I'm not stopping. <laughs> All right. I'm not done enough. because of COVID. Fair. I'm going to keep Fair being enough. disgraceful. And, <laughs> and I'm still going to say a bunch of controversial things. All you right, know what I mean? Right, fair enough. Yeah. I, yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Hey, speaking of really quick, you mentioned, uh, Chris, you were reading the board there for Adam. I, I wish so much you were a reader now. I'm reading the Musk uh, biography. Please get the audiobook, Adam. I, I think right. you will find it terribly interesting. I, now, I can't like put that's, it down. Well, now his, biogra- his biography, or sorry, his obit is going to talk about controversial disgrace. Mm-hmm. He, that, that, that'll be at the top of that. Yeah, that's read, how, the, that's read the this. New world you got to read this. You got to read this biography. You, right. He's so much more complicated than you imagine, and in 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 good and bad ways. Very interesting dude. All right, let me tell you about another interesting dude, Jordan Harbinger. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with a top sleep expert about why we dream, what happens when we sleep, and why chronic lack of sleep and driving while tired is more dangerous than driving under the influence of alcohol. Sleep is not an optional lifestyle luxury. Sleep is a non-negotiable biological necessity. Sleep is a life support system. It is Mother Nature's best effort yet at immortality. When you wake up the next day, you have a revised mind-wide web of associations that is capable of divining remarkable insights into previously impenetrable problems. And the decimation of sleep throughout industrialized nations is now having a catastrophic impact. It is a silent sleep loss epidemic. It is fast becoming the greatest public health challenge that we now face in the 21st century. For more on sleep, including why we dream and how we can increase the quality of our sleep, check out episode 126 with Dr. Matthew Walker on The Jordan Harbinger Show. All right, so what do you people got? people tweet us what they think you're... Uh bit headline would be okay and it'd be funny um well so um well it, first off it depends who writes you uh, know the los angeles times or cnn or the new york times it's going predict, to start predict. with some shit but predict what the new york times it'll CNN say controversial say. you know former radio, radio whatever uh took uh, his- unpopular stances on bubba they might even say <laughs> incorrect like the newsweek article remember all my new yeah. my incorrect yeah. stances on covid yeah. that turned out to be correct covid oh, denier known for times. his attacks on uh, teachers unions right and a guy did denied the science or you know yeah. whatever there'll be there'll be a lot of that yeah well right, okay. so henry kissinger died a couple weeks ago Mm-hmm. And the rolling. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you say that, did did he did he somebody your age, Chris? Was he an impactful figure to you? Did no. you understand? Who, no. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. I know. I, well, I, uh, he's like a towering figure of our of course sort of early life. Yeah, I'm not happy ahead. that he wasn't, but nobody nobody in my generation talked about him. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Go ahead. Um, so anyway, so he passed, and Rolling Stone oh, put boy. up in a bit. Yeah. Oh, Here we go. It's it. a, it. The headline is amazing. It's great. Henry Kissinger, war criminal beloved by America's ruling class, 
finally dies. Go. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> right. But by the way, yeah. and what was their obit on George Floyd? You know what I mean? Didn't say career criminal junkie, right? Hero. Hero. That's yeah. leader of the black community. Right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, this is under the subheading in the category, and the category is called good riddance. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> they really, yeah. They, ro- wow. but Rolling, they really Rolling Stone, it, look, it, is it just me, or did they completely jump the shark? Like, I'm just... Oh, no, my God. they used to oh, just review music. And yeah. Now it's no, well, like they the, used to also have a, a sort of speak truth to power kind of thing a little yes. bit. Now they now they're just fully lined up with yeah. the elite. They are elite. That's the thing that everybody doesn't get is that they are the elite. You're it now. You're, right. You're but the ones we need the to man. stand up to. But this is you're what the man. That's right. I. But this is what I always say all the time when I go. Uh, well, you know, CNN says this over here, and then Fox says that over there, and it's like, yeah, yeah but it's not CNN versus Fox. It's Rolling Stone and Newsweek yeah. and Reuters and USA Today, they're all fucking in now, yeah. which is weird, right? right? Yeah, which is weird. It is so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, very odd for them to say this, because I, I think Henry Kissinger was on their 250 greatest guitarist list. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so this was written by Spencer Ackerman, and he said Kissinger's legacy should only be his confirmed kills and compared him to domestic terrorist Timothy McVeigh. So it's so interesting how these things can be interpreted. Yeah. It's just so it just shows you that reality is not real. <laughs> it's how you interpret it. It's just you no one's allowed to just state the facts anymore. No. But I mean you know we're living in we're 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 living very much in in the chick think era. Uh. And you know where I keep noticing cuz you talk about Kissinger and foreign wars and people dying and stuff like that. The whole sort of Hamas hides amongst the civilians thing, that's the number one chick think subject of our era right now, which is you got the goofball from the squad or CNN going, um, well, they talked to the Israeli commanders and the Israeli commanders like, look, uh, Hamas, they put their headquarters underneath the hospital and they stash all their weapons in preschools. So what do you want us to do? And they're like, yeah. you're bombing a preschool. They're like, no, yeah. we're, we're bombing a munition stash where Hamas is that has a sign for preschool in front yeah. of it. And then we're getting to chick thing, which is the CNN person goes, but these are innocent people that are dying. Right. And the person goes, well, it's a war. And they're hiding amongst these people, and that's what's going to happen, and we try to limit it. Do you think it's okay to kill elderly? And get, yeah. It's like, okay, that's number one chick thing. Nobody said it was okay. Yeah. Nobody got on here and said it was okay. They said yeah. they're trying to avoid it, but they can't because yeah. they hide amongst them. And then at some, per, at some point, the, lady, the person that's being interviewed from – the uh, Israeli army will go, what is your suggestion for what yeah. we should do if these yeah. people are hiding amongst civilians? And they go, I'm not a general. Yeah. I, I But something, you can't bomb kids. Yeah. Now, Drew, yeah. is there any difference between this chick think yeah. and the chick think of when I used to you know, go into someone's house and they go, I'd always give this example. I want to blow out this wall. I want to blow out that wall. I want to turn this into one big great room. And then I would go, oh, these are bearing walls. 
So we got to put a post here, and they'd go, I don't want a post. And I'd go, or we have to pass a piece of steel in here to span this, but that's expensive. And they'd go, I don't want to pay for that. Yeah. And then I'd go, but do you want this to be a great room with no interior walls? And they'd go, yes, that's what I want. And then I'd go, well, I have to put a post. No, I don't want a post. You yeah. figure it out. They would say, I go, I, I, this, is, this is all we're getting. We're getting a post or we're getting a piece of steel for nine grand. But I don't want to pay that. What's the difference between that and Hamas hiding among civilians? Zero difference. It's the same brain, right? Yep. Yep. And it's now prevalent. And now we're doomed. Because that brain is doing the driving and we're fucked because we're in the back of the car. You understand? <laughs> I do understand. All right. So, so let's go else? to the octagon. Let's what get to the octagon quick. Sexist Adam Carolla. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to add that to his obituary. <laughs> Disgraced, sexist, misogynist. That's right. Um, let's talk about apologies. Mm -hmm. So there's a new study that says that when you're apologizing, breaking gender stereotypes actually leads to more effective communication. So women that deliver more masculine-style apology benefit more, and then mm. men delivering a more mm. feminine-style apology. That's interesting. That makes more. It doesn't hurt either. Like It don't, won't hurt either yeah. way, but it goes up yeah. by, like, the effectiveness, effectiveness goes up about 9 to 10% for both That's sides. That's interesting. Yeah. So learn from that chick thing, Adam. Present yeah. it when you apologize. When you apologize, if you apologize. So, yes, apologize. Chris, how dare you? You have to apologize how they want to hear. But it's it's the oh, same how as- how they want to hear it. Oh, well, how do you apologize to a kid? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, okay. how, how do you apologize to a six-year-old? Disgrace, <laughs> sexist, misogynist. <laughs> you lower yourself to their intellectual yeah. capacity, and that's how you literally take a knee. Take a knee. Right. So you, you have to apologize to whomever could even be a cultural thing. You know, you have to kind yeah. of go yeah. to their place. Okay. Otherwise, Fair it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. But then women could come up to our place, too. Yeah, but, you're, but the point is you're not losing territory with men when you, when you present a more feminine apology. I don't know. Is that what yeah. the study's saying? Well, so the women... Um, so it displays a high if they deliver masculine style apology, it's a, it displays a higher level of assertiveness in enhancing their perceived competence. For men, it gives them greater interpersonal sensitivity that enhances perceived uh, bene benevolence or warmth. So I'll give you some examples or an example. So for instance, a masculine, apo masculine apology, this will be for the same thing. So a masculine apology would be, I'm sorry about that. We'll make that again for you. So that's what the, a female should say. And men oh, would oh, be... What kind of apology? That's the masculine style apology. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm sorry about that. We'll make that again for you. Well, you mean like if you're a waiter. Yeah, if you're a waiter right, or right. a barista or something. And right, for a female, right. it'll be... Our feminine apology for the man should say would be, I'm sorry about that. Would you like us to make it again for you? <laughs> so it just it's just a slight turn, but it's, uh. it's more effective. And they use this for celebrity apologies. They look like... They looked at. Wait, the feminine one is like us to do it again. They want, would you like? Would you, you would like? say, yeah. Would you like us to make that again for you? Right. Make, whereas the, the whereas the, yeah. the the masculine is, we'll make that again for you. Done. Well, Done women done. women like extra words. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's because they live seven years longer. That's what they do. <laughs> they got plenty of time for extra words. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. <laughs> so. So the, the study, and this is done out of the University of Arizona, they also began looking at 
um, celebrity apologies. So they looked at 87 apology tweets from Lizzo, Kevin Hart, um, actor Tyler Posey, and the public reaction to those tweets supported the idea that they need that uh, they would benefit by violating gender stereotypes. Hmm. But but we don't know who Lizzo's apologizing to. I mean, we don't it know. Doesn't what matter who gender. they're apologizing to. Oh. But, but Lizzo that, should violate. Be like, sorry, it won't happen again. Rather than, I'm so sorry. This made me feel like she would. She said yeah. her. Well, I, I feel maybe a lot of people who apologize, especially women, they sort of include themselves in it, mm. and then that's sort of the problem. You know, yeah. they go, I want to apologize, but as a woman of color yeah, who yeah, knows yeah. firsthand how difficult it can be, as a woman who's plus size, who's been berated by society, you know, now who are we apologizing to? Now you're including yourself into right. this the, the number one thing people want to hear in, a, in an apology is an apology. Mm. <laughs> and by putting all those qualifiers in is a way of not apologizing. It's a way of justifying. Yeah, also the big problem with a lot of apologies is when people go, I'm sorry if this made you feel X, oh, yeah, that's, y, that's, X, Y, that's, or that's how a drug addict apologizes. Really? That's actually, that's why they're told not to apologize until they've been sober a long time. They stopped doing that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm very uh, nuts and bolts. I just like an apology that has some moving parts to it like um, i like mm. mechanical mm. apologies you know that that live somewhere mm. i i also i don't like apologies that don't pencil out math wise you know what i mean like a people I mean, they're too much one way or another they do a thing people do this thing where they're like oh they'll be an hour late to a you know meeting or lunch mm -hmm. date or something they'll be an hour late and then they'll go I was getting out the door and oh, the phone yeah. rang. Oh, I don't and, know. And yeah. uh, yeah. my dad wanted wanted me to look something up for him. And it's like that's a, you accounted for three minutes of, you, of the you hour. You know what's interesting? Like, that's not I, an I, hour. Uh, don't give me that. A lot people, people do so, tons of yes. that where they do. You know, I'm sorry, I'm an hour late, but. There was a fender bender on the 405. It's like, then get off on Sepulveda and go around it, and we'll add nine minutes to this equation. It wasn't I, I that. I had an experience with a cop, and the police must hear this shit all the time. Anything but an apology, right. right? Excuses. And I was speeding, and this cop was in the middle of the night. I was coming back from Loveland, and this cop just zoomed up alongside me. He goes, what is your excuse for driving like that? I looked at him. I said, there is no excuse for it. And he went, he, he, like, he, like, <laughs> he like pulled away, and he went, Okay, well, slow down. <laughs> you gotta like get out of here. I was like, I said, there's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse for driving the way I just drove because there wasn't. There was That's no the excuse. best way to get out of a ticket, by the way, is that that apology or non they, non argument. They're, they're so not used to it. They're just they never see it, right? They get a bunch of bullshit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I start, I started golfing with this with this older group, and they're all retired guys, mm -hmm. and. Um, and so, and he, wrong with you? I, I, I don't know. I had a good time though. And um, and they, uh, one of the guys, like, hey, I want you to come back out golfing with us again. I'm just gonna text you whenever we go. Typically, it's on a weekday when I'm working though, so I can't. And uh, but he's like, just tell me yes or no. I don't want you to go. Oh, I'm working. I wish I could. Just yeah, yeah. yes or no. And let's just move on. Yes. And it's yeah. so nice. Yes. <laughs> no, I I agree. And then people, they don't like the short, curt answers I give all the time, especially yeah. with texting and it, it bothers <laughs> them. And I'm like, I don't know why you're so bothered by this. And also 
Do you have to internalize everything? You know what I mean? You don't have to internalize everything. Yeah. All I'm right. Look at my last couple texts from you just to kind of. <laughs> oh, they are. They're short. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're all not right. going to get anything done. It's almost yeah. like it's all you, you. You have to know Adam though, and kind of read his language, and you get you get it. Like, well, my here's a. When do we start? Okay, I can do ten o'clock. No answer. So I think, oh my god, all right? Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, to, uh, Chris, you got to go work on my phone because, I, honestly, I want to say the word yes, but I say yeah, which sounds yeah. dismissive, but it's the one that pops up when you hit the Y. I'll, yeah. I'll, I can and program it to where if you press Y, it says, yes, sounds good. Love you. And then I, <laughs> I sat in a green room in Naples, Florida with a comedian Ooh. who said, oh, give me that phone. I'll I'll fix this. And he couldn't. No, so it was this we'll morning. Chris yeah. can. This morning. Yeah. 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 I wanted to say yes, but yeah, popped up and I knew you were a big boy. <laughs> all right. No, I would, I would be confused if something more came my way. You know what I mean? Are you okay, Adam? Are you all right? Rancho <laughs> Mirage Agua Caliente Casino. Doing stand up there. That'll be Saturday. Second show added. First show sold. Second show's added. So come on out. You can go to amcrow.com for all the live shows everywhere. What do you got, Drew? DrDrew.com for the pods and the streaming shows there too, but get uh, blasted DrDrew.tv. So, till next time, Adam Carroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.